Welcome back. Uh, we have a title now, the un <laughs> the untitled movie review show. That's what people said. We should keep it the, what the title was we originally started. So. I'm fine with that. So we are the untitled movie review show, and this is the hate we give. Is oh. you give, but we give too. Mm-hmm. All the hate we have, for the hate you give. <laughs> no love for me for the hate you give. All right, so go over your initial thoughts as we get this started. My the my my rating. Yeah, yeah, you're rating for it. Uh, if we're doing a scale of one to five, yes, I will give it a very generous two. Ooh, generous two. Yes, I'm being being very generous because they're black, right? It was a black writer, all uh, that good stuff. <laughs> that and um, I appreciate that it's getting people talking. Okay. And that it's giving some people perspective where they may not have previously had it. Okay. I'm going with a two and a half stars uh for this um i started it when we left it to me and raven went to see it at a screener last week um when i initially came out that man it's like a three three and a half but as i thought about it maybe more man it made raven made me more mad as we rolled back home because i was like damn you're right this is a bad movie (laughs) yeah I mean, it's it's the struggle that I have with a lot of movies that are discussing material that needs to be discussed, but it's just the story is told in a messy way. Um, so I'm re- I am purely giving that rating based on <laughs> the way the story was told, because um, I do think that it's important content. I, I'm happy people are talking about this. I'm glad there was a movie made. Um, even though it's a little bit juvenile, I think that there's there's a place for it. But I still think that it was irresponsible, and we can kind of go through that as we we talk about the movie. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a young A book or a young adult book, so I can get that. I like I like I think of kids that are of a certain age should see this film. Mm-hmm. I get it for them because it's, it's an ABC after school special. Yeah, but yeah. with black people in it. Because mm-hmm. did we ever have an ABC after school special with black people in it? I was thinking Not about that, that. I can remember. I don't remember. That. <laughs> This is the closest thing we got to it. Right, right. I mean, I I think this is like an exploration of social issues in the way that like Twilight is an exploration of love. Oh my God. I've I've only seen, I don't even know if I've seen a Twilight all the way through. Any of them. Yeah. (laughs) I'm more entertained by Twilight than I was by this movie. I mean, one of the dudes looked like he was in Twilight in the movie, but we'll get into that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the movie starts off where we meet Star. Um, She is the main protagonist in there. She's played by Amanda Steinberg. And she is a code-switching kid. Uh, actually, let me move it back. We meet her family. Mm-hmm. Her mother, father, her half-brother, which we thought was her younger brother, but it ended up being her older brother somehow. I don't know. I was confused in the, the way that... Yeah, another example. That's <laughs> like what the first example of the messy uh, and unnecessary. Her um, brother, Seven. Like I thought he was younger brother. I didn't know he was older. Yeah. But he's a half-brother, I guess. And then there's another pivotal scene that comes up later on with Regina Hall. And then it didn't make sense of, like, Amanda's questioning to her about why she ended up with her dad. It's just like, he just had another kid before you. I feel like he just had another kid before you. And yeah. Let's get her name right first. It's Amandla. It's Amandla. It's not Amanda. Amandla. It might even be Amandla, but there's an L in there. Okay, Amanda. It's not Amanda. I know that. Okay. 
this is I'm not trying to disrespect you, Amanda, if you're listening. You, you'll probably be mad a little bit later on as we continue. Uh, so we don't want to start off by disrespecting your name. Um, so we meet them there at the kitchen table. We get to meet her. She talks about it. And then she has a little brother named, what's it, little brother? Seven. Seven. Oh, no, the little brother. Oh, yeah. my God. They said his name so many times. I feel like I should His name means it. like joy or Sakani. something. Sakani. It means yes. joy or, or love yeah. or something like I do that. remember her saying his name meant joy. Um, so you get to meet all of them. Um, then you fast forward and you find out that she goes to basically Winchester, but it's a, not the college, but the high school version of Winchester mm-hmm. for kids where they dress up in uniforms, all that good stuff. And she's cold switching. Mm-hmm. This is where I've started off first. Uh, I went to a school like this. I've experienced that. And I, th- and maybe because his time is differently. We talked about this a little bit, like maybe, Maybe white people have adapted more to hip hop culture than they did then, but I feel like we had a definitely more code switch back then than that. That's not code switching to me mm-hmm. by being nice, <laughs> like just being nice is not code switching. Yeah, and that's how I felt that she felt all code switching was being nice. We're acting professional at school, like that. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah, like not be like switching. not whooping nobody ass just off of GP. Yeah, like that's not code switching. Yeah, that's like not- that's just like behaving. Yeah, school. like I didn't get that at all. Her idea of cold switching, like, mm-hmm. and then her friends. So the one girl will be Asian. Uh, remember, we tried. To, she was uh, ambiguous looking. Yeah, she was be Asian in the book. Okay. And then her other friend, what was her name? Um, let me pull her up. We'll just call her Becky. Yeah. It was. It was something <laughs> close to that though, wasn't it? Uh, let's see. Haley. Haley. Yeah. I mean, same thing. Um. So, what'd you think about her? school interactions with her kid with the kids and the idea that she has to be somebody else and because i didn't feel like she was acting that hood when I she was in the hood though i didn't think so i didn't i didn't even i understood she said she was code switching but they didn't even show that within her character so <laughs> it was something that didn't it could have served the plot if they gave a better example of what code switching actually is and didn't just take stereotypes about, uh, uh, you know, the worst stereotypes about black people. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to fight nobody. I will talk like I have sense. Like, and then say that that's code switching. Because that's not what I would <laughs> consider like, I, code she, switching. I want her to be like, and this may, this may be stereotypical. Mm-hmm. It's me saying this. But I want her to be like, walking through the, hey, my nigga, what up? I'm, I, I see you later. You know, like, or something like that where yeah. she like, amongst her people. seemed like she just acted the same in both places. She did. She did. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't see her code switch like that like I was uncomfortable with that because I had to live in that world and mm-hmm. then had to get to a point where I was like fuck it I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do yeah and I'm gonna be me and that's when you know I went to a pretty diverse high school and that was what um, actually your they high school were, probably one of the most diverse in St. Louis at that time we were in 17 magazine for how diverse we were we really there. yeah um but so I don't I don't know and, and I've never personally experience code switching just because I'm not really capable of it. I'm not, I, I am who I am everywhere received well, some places, not others. So what is your example of code switching and where did this movie get it wrong? Um, code switching is to me and I didn't do it as much as I've seen other cats do it where they'll be overtly saying, acting like they like certain music. That's like code switching or overtly mm-hmm. saying like, Oh, did you, um, have you been to this restaurant? Your parents been to this restaurant and you've been like, yeah, or like or, lying about your experience, yeah, lying about your experiences or amping up your experiences, like saying, okay, your family went to the red roof Inn, but you said it was the crown plaza. I'm not, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Amping it up of like, oh yeah, I've been to Chicago too. Oh, you guys stay on the magnificent mile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know. Or, you know, pretending to be interested in things you aren't actually interested in. Yeah. Like, so there was a thing that it was a running joke. And I even talked to shout out to Teddy. And I asked him, I was like, hey, what was the two albums we used to get in the cars with cats? If we were around with somebody or if you were like seeing what CDs they had, what was the two rap albums they had? And he was like, damn, what do you mean? And I was like, think about it. Mid 90s, late 90s, we was in high school. He was like, The Chronic. I was like, yep. And what's the other one? Doggy Style. Yep. And that was because mm-hmm. they was on MTV all the time. Mm-hmm. You got to think, them two cats was like the, they are like the biggest thing on MTV at that time in the 90s. It wasn't nothing beating Dr. Dre and Snoop in them. Mm-hmm. They were big and humongous and they were a little bit edgy mm-hmm. and things like that. No, but we had to listen to Green Day. We were listening to Sublime, Korn, mm-hmm. uh, um, Nirvana still. Even though mm-hmm. Kurt Cobain offed himself, mm-hmm. he's living forever. He's like two, he's the first Tupac. Uh-huh. Not Tupac, Kurt, Lo- Kurt, uh, Kurt Cobain was. Yeah. He didn't, his wife didn't kill him, he's still alive. Mm-hmm. First time I heard that was from white kids at school. Huh. That Kurt Cobain was still alive. And that Courtney Cox had him killed if he was killed. So did you pretend to be interested in those groups? Oh, uh, no, no, man. Because, <laughs> no, the, the thing is, though, I was blessed in the situation is that my class coming in the slew, I went to Saints University High School. It's an all-boys Jesuit high school. First high school was in the Mississippi. Um, and I came in with the biggest class of black people that they ever had to that point. Now it's different. Mm-hmm. We, I came in with 22 black dudes. Mm-hmm. So we had two or three lunch tables. Like, I, like I, I had to revert. I, my freshman year, I didn't have anyone. I only had one white friend. Shout out to Alec Pinkston. Um, he was my only white friend my freshman year. Huh. Because I didn't need to. I came out all these black dudes. You had a, every class. You had at least two of the black dudes in it. You, you go to lunch. If you had two or three black tables. Mm-hmm. You know, that, there is a book called the, uh, Why Do All the Black Kids Sit Together. It's about uh-huh. the, the lunch, oh, why do all the black kids sit at the same lunch table. Same premise. We all had on tables. Literally, I was insulated from that. We we went to the dances all together. We had our own little areas. And then Teddy and all of them was the class above us. So when we had mixers, they had like 10 or 12 in their class. So we all together. And then the girls that would come from her. So we literally have our own pockets within even mixers. Like people understand mixers were like the little things. That, you ever went to mixers? I mix? was at your slew mixers all the time. Before, <laughs> before I met you? Or? Yes. Really? Yeah, that's how I met Teddy. You met Teddy before you met me? I think so. Really? Around the same time, yeah. Wow. Yep. Okay. Yep, so I was we... at the slew mixers. Okay. Damn, so you know yeah. how I went then. Yes. So we'd have our own little pocket area. Mm-hmm. We'd wait for the black songs to come on, and we'd kick it. Mm-hmm. Look, and then, like, and then you, like, another thing I think I think we kind of did in code switching is we would automatically be the most dope dancers that we'd automatically, like, <laughs> we'd have to, like, the, I'm trying to think what songs was, like, oh, the big one that white people love to see black people dance, and they would try to jump in is, uh, I put my hand up on your head when I dip you, do we do Oh, you're taking me back to club energy days. Right, but I'm saying, but they love that. <laughs> And they would like, oh man, do it with me, man, do it with me, do that dip with me. Uh-huh. And those were things, and like- then when I wasn't comfortable <laughs> with it, but fast forward though, in my life there, 18 of them dudes got kicked out or left the school for grades, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Of the black kids? Yeah. So I was, by the, by the time I graduated, it was only four of us. Oh, wow. So that next year, I think maybe we went down to maybe seven or eight. Mm-hmm. So then it was like, dang, I got to figure this out now. Then I went through a depression period because it was mm-hmm. like. You don't have your oasis there. I didn't have it. So I literally was literally a sophomore redefining myself in the high school that I thought I knew mm-hmm. because I had everybody around me. Mm-hmm. So 
I end up getting cool with more white guys, but I end up knowing that like to be me as me. They wanted to know, and I mean, at least the guys I was cool with wanted to learn about me and vice versa, and we could talk and we could chop it up. And one of my closest homeboys, is a shout out to my boy Blake Schaefer, and he's a, a, a trainer over in uh, Sweden. He's been there 15 years. He's a model, everything. He was the one. Me and him used to go get out, sneak, uh, sneak out of school, go get albums together and stuff. Like that was my road dog, man. Mm-hmm. So. I had I necessarily I necessarily did one cold switching, but I did sit there and recognize recognize different things and different things I would just kind of shield off about myself mm-hmm. from them until I got comfortable and I became more. By the time I graduated, I was like, "Fuck it, man, we gonna do this shit," you yeah. know, and I'm gonna be me. Yeah, and because I, I was saying, like, knowing you, I can't see you actually code switching. No, but I did feel <laughs> like I suppressed certain things within me. Yeah, yeah, you know, I but I did feel like I suppressed certain things. Like, dang, man. Not like I wasn't going to whip no Because, like, the thing was, though, we had strength in numbers then when I was my freshman year. Ain't no one, nobody saying nothing to us. Mm-hmm. It was 22 people deep at mm-hmm. all times. Yeah. You know, like, we fought the other black dudes at the other schools. <laughs> you know, like, that's how deep we were. We were that deep. We would run up on the other school's freshmen for all the other all-boy schools in our conference freshmen. Well, y'all do need to be suppressing that in school, whether you call that code switching or what. Just yeah, my years and sense. But anyway, yeah. let's take it yeah. back to the movie. So I didn't think that because I've seen other cats code switch, though, especially kids that came in smaller classes of black people behind me. Where I was like, dude, like, yo, like it was one dude. We called him Powder because uh-huh. he acted white like that white. And it's probably bad that we called him that. But he acted that white. We literally I was like, yo, I don't even know how we came up with his nickname. We was like, hey, yo, Powder. And I don't know how it started. We called him Powder. And he just. That's his, that was his name. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to him. Shout out to you, Powder. I, mean, I, need, to, I need to find where you are, man. Uh, I think he graduated from SLU. I'm not sure, but but Powder, I would see him, and he would just be like, I don't know. It's like my uncle Isaac say though, man. Like he's like you could be interested in a whole bunch of different things, but there's a different level between keeping your blackness and like not. It's like a weird thing, and I think sometimes it gets mixed up. I think sometimes some with some people where they be like, oh, they only made fun of me because I talked white or I talked intelligent. No, man, you might just be corny, b. <laughs> <laughs> there's a possibility there you know yeah. that's how I feel though like I've always talked well talked proper but I was you always knew I was a black ass dude though which is uh-huh. you know what I'm saying like you don't I can still talk proper and still be black yeah so I don't sometimes I get confused when some people have that perspective of like oh everybody made fun of me because I talked white mm-hmm. I ain't never had nobody ever tell me I talk white because you don't but I mean I, t- I don't but I don't talk unintelligent either though yeah that's what I'm saying though yeah yeah I mean, that's just me. But Powder, uh-huh. shout out to you, Powder. I need to find you. I need to put that in my notes. I'm going to find Powder, y'all. Uh, he was two classes below me. I hope you know this person's real name. I don't know his real name. But I'm going to find out his real name. Actually, you know what? I'm going to find out his real name. Powder, I'm going to find you, man. We're going to bring you back home, man. Okay. So. All right. <laughs> See where Powder is. Powder, today. man. Okay. And I probably was wrong, man, because I was a bully, though, in high school, too. Keep that in mind, y'all. I've changed a lot. I know people still think I'm a bully somewhat. I was even worse in high school, for the record. So, Powder probably came from me. I'm probably really... You're the one that created I think this. I may have created the name Powder, for the record. Because I, I came in real small in high school, but then I got, like, real taller. But, like, I had a short man's mentality. I'm not I, Okay, I'm not super tall now, either. <laughs> but I'm average height now. You all can see the look I gave Daryl. For you, those of you who may not but have I'm ever seen him now. in person, you got me when I went. When, no, when I came in high school, I was five foot. Uh huh. Like five foot, five one. Daryl might be a good five eight, hundred thirty. No, 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 no. Five now. nine and a half. Excuse me. One fifty. All right. 
trying to get okay. Tupac size. Five right. nine, one sixty five. That's my goal. Okay, let's take it back to the hate you mm-hmm. give and off the Daryl show. Yes. Okay. And powder. Shout out to you, powder man. I love you, man. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it that was just kind of one of the things I had an issue with. Overall, my whole view of the film is that there were a lot of opportunities to discuss and explore stereotypes and issues within the African-American community and cultural appropriation and the cultural appropriation thing was that's big though that they didn't mm-hmm. really explore that much they talked about like because she even talked to her boyfriend saying like just mm-hmm. because you are was it her friend um, I mean they, they, they yeah but like because you, you like black very... music don't mean that you a part of this yeah I mean they touched on it a little bit and that's that's not necessarily what the movie was supposed to be about but I just mean they're they're kind of things that they throw out at the audience but don't fully explore them or are inconsistent with the message they're trying to send Mm. and so what do you think about the portrayal of her father I think he's the Roger Hornsby killed it yeah he's gonna definitely get a BET award or something no 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 I think I think he might get an Oscar on the low for best supporting actor, okay, or nomination for best supporting. Actor. No, no, I'm dead serious. You're going too far. Look, You're the white folks far. have given this movie an A plus. You think he ain't gonna maybe be nominated? You're going too far. He may not get an Image Award though, but he gonna get a. Uh, well, no, he might get an Image Award too. They, they gonna they ain't gonna let him play himself on a Image Award. But Roger Hornsby killed it to me. He, was he the best did. Part okay, of he performed the role he was given well. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about the character or the actor? Him is acting. His acting was fine. I like the character actually. Um. Because you never see a black male... If you see a black male character that is dope and he's a good, grounded father, he's got to always be the one that was the only dude in the hood that didn't do no wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, he was the one that became a lawyer but stayed in the hood you know or he what? didn't do okay. no wrong. Like, they didn't show... They, they showed that he had a transformation in an arc. Okay, fine. Okay. So, there were so many other characters I didn't like and I didn't like his interactions <laughs> with other characters that I might be being overly critical because uh, I do, I think you're right about that. And then going back to the beginning of the movie, where we were talking about how they were, how they introduced the family, I really appreciated that at first it looked like a nice black family where the parents are in love. You're not having like a single mom struggling. Not, I mean, that's definitely part of the story of you know the black experience. But it, it was good to see something There's else. A lot more experiences we have too. Though. Yeah, absolutely. So it was good to see something else done with it. Um, so no, I definitely appreciated his dedication, his family, his dedication, his community. Um, he might be the only character that was consistent mm. um, with what they wanted his character to be. Um, but there were still some times where you there. I was always expecting there to be a climax with either the characters or a climax in the movie, but it just never got there. Um, I mean, you did have a I, climax. The where? John single to the end there. Oh my God! We'll talk about that Where movie. I wanted to get put my purse on my no, 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 and literally. walk out. <laughs> I'll talk about how you reacted after we get there. Yeah. So no, there was never a good climax in this movie for me. Um, so yeah, to, to go back to your question, yeah. I, I, th- I think that he played the character well, and the, and the dad and the father character. Okay, he was he was probably one of the better characters in the movie. So with her going to, I guess her others like so they show her being around the white people and you meet her boyfriend he mm-hmm. tried to have sex with her and all that mm-hmm. at first I thought he was going to be a dick 
Yeah, I did too. Of like on some like I just want to have sex with a black girl thing. That's the uh-huh. way I thought it was gonna go. Uh-huh. I was ready for it. I was ready. Yeah. I was zeroed in on it. But then he turned into added. the white savior. There was already <laughs> too much damn shit in this movie that if they put that in there too, it would have been too much. Well, they, but they, they I, changed to the white savior though. He became the right, white shadow. I was just about to say, <laughs> I almost think I would have appreciated that more because it might have been more realistic. Um, and. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> this white guy, man, look, man, my boy Alec, man, I told y'all about that. I had my two white friends from high school that I keep up with all the time. He'd been a lot of places he shouldn't have been with me that I was surprised that a white guy would go to. And he ain't do as much as that dude did in three days in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> in three days. Yeah. Because this timeline, y'all, is real short, y'all, just for it the really record. It is. Yeah, it's, it's a very <laughs> A lot of stuff happens movie. in like two weeks. Uh-huh. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure of like the timeline. I'm not sure of like even the timeline within the days that they filmed in the movie. Look, there was, was the prom was long. Place. We'll talk about the prom. That was the longest prom night oh ever. Oh my god! But then the shortest day ever when they get to the riot. So I mean, it's <laughs> a lot of shit piled into one day. So I yeah. So do you, what do you think about when? The, so we got the beginning of the movie. Look, uh-huh. look a little bit more forward. So she ends up going out with her. This was a weird thing, but I wouldn't say it's weird because I've had this relationship too with uh, my my brother's. Uh, uh, father's kids mm-hmm. is that she goes to this party with her brother older brother's sister yeah I mean and that was another, that was the piece that was messy for me because <laughs> I'm like why okay <laughs> why does he have to have a different dad and why does his dad have to be Anthony Mackey who's also the drug dealer that the dad took the rap for and went to prison it just it was like way too much that seemed like and his name is King and the name of the gang is Kings King Lords yeah I mean that that whole part was just like cheesy and juvenile and it didn't add anything to the story for me I mean, it was enough for him to have this tension with Anthony Mackie because he used to work for him. Mm -hmm. There were so many other ways that they could have created what I think they were trying to create to not have to be, not have to make the dad have this other child out of wedlock. And then it was before the parents even got to, or you know, I guess got married. I don't know. Like I'm still confused about that whole piece of the storyline and why it was even necessary. Like I, yeah, why, I don't why, why did you just say he had a kid when we got together? Right. Why, like, I, I mean, like I didn't understand like, cause I, the, the idea, it would have made it more compelling if that kid was after star was born and that she had to forgive. And that was a, there was tension between them within their love affair that she took on a kid that wasn't her kid sure. that happened after that happened at, while they were together. Sure. It still would have been unnecessary to just in period that whole, yeah. no, I agree with you. Like that would have been like, uh, would have hit harder. The point I think they were trying to drive with like the mom forgiving and all this stuff, yeah. but it was still unnecessary to the overall story. But then again, I'm confused about what the point of the overall story was because <laughs> there were so many pieces to it. Um, and I don't know. Maybe I just pissed off because I feel misled by the trailer. But <laughs> yeah, because I was really, I was really anticipating a lot with this. So she's at the party. Uh-huh. She's kicking it, and then Ralph Tresvan shows up. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Khalil. Khalil, Ralph Tresvan mm-hmm. uh, shows up, and he was good in this movie. He was the second best. He, per- I thought he did a good. good I'm job. mad they yeah. killed him. Like, yeah. Why? I don't even know what other role he could have played, but I was like, man, like bring him back as a ghost or something. I mean, he was someone, but I'm saying like where he actually talked to her or something. I don't know. Like yeah. he Are you needed talking more about in terms of acting or the yeah, character acting. Yeah. Um, I wasn't, I, I didn't think anybody's acting was terrible. I think they all did the best they could with the material they were given. Mm, uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that later with the script writer, but uh-huh. 
So you think it was? It, so overall, your idea is: is this more of a script issue, not the it's a, acting it's a issue? Screen, it's a screenplay. Screenplay issue. issue. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she's at the party kicking it. Then you know she has this sneaker thing thing. She and Khalil is her best friend that shows back up. They've been friends for a long time. Now, even rewinding back, we find out that one of her friends got killed. Mm-hmm. That's why she ended up going to, I don't even know the name. I'm just calling it Winchester. Winchester <laughs> Academy because of her friend being killed. Or something happening to her friend. We don't know, though, mm-hmm. how her friend at gets that, killed. Yeah, at that, that point, point you don't know why her friend is getting killed. But her Khalil and this other friend, I'm, what was her name, Bianca or something like the friend that got killed. I don't even um, know what her friend. I can't remember her name yeah, either. We'll go beyond. The name of the school is Williamson. It's Williamson. Okay. Yeah. Williamson sounds like that's my daughter's school, Williamson. Hmm. Sounds like then a little you bit. You should be able to remember that. Yeah, I know, right? Um No, my daughter's school is Wilkinson, not Williamson. Uh that's why I didn't remember it. <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh so no. Um he talks to her, they're vibing, they've been they've been friends for a long time. And the thing that was weird to me, like they act like they hadn't seen nobody in a long time, but this was be like a small town. Yeah. How they act like they hadn't seen each other in this long? That was like a like. I don't know. I mean, because that was something else that was kind of inconsistent. Because the grandma was like, she never left his side. They were friends forever, but then they act like they hadn't seen, seen each, each other in like ten years. Since <laughs> they basically hadn't act like they hadn't seen each other since their friend was was killed. Right. That's the uh, was her name. No, her name wasn't Bianca. Was it? Was it Bianca? Man, no. it might be on point. Would it? I think it might be on point. And I, I I, they, they didn't. They didn't talk about her. Like they didn't. That was weird to me that, oh, yeah, you just, I mean, I guess, because the town of Fremont, this is a fictional town, so it's not like, this could be a big city, maybe it is, but it seemed like he stayed in the area, it wasn't like, because he still was taking care of his grandmother, he still was in the area, he was still around, for her, for them to say they hadn't seen each other in like 10 years or something. Her name like, was Tasha. Tasha, little Sorry. girl that got killed, Tasha. Mm-hmm. So them to say each other, they hadn't seen each other in like, that was just weird to me. Mm-hmm. And there was this whole so, of course they had somebody had to shoot at the party. Uh huh. Oh no, the fight thing. What her trying to fight the other girl though? What do you oh, think her, about that part with the her, with her sister? Like, oh, I brought oh you here gosh. to help me fight. That was so. Yeah, I didn't get that. Like, why that was necessary? Unless they're just trying to show. Oh, the she's code switching. Yeah, but she wasn't because she didn't like. It's not like she accompanied her friend. On and this she said that you ain't been out in a minute. Yeah, like like, the only thing it showed to me was the difference between her and her friend. Unless like they were trying to say that she had changed since going to this school, but it's not like they did any flashbacks or anything to develop that. Because what I would have expected based on who her parents were and how like they raised them from the very beginning with the dad like telling them what to do if they're pulled over by the police, that they probably conducted themselves with a little bit more sense than... um, stepsister whatever the hell she was yeah yeah i didn't i didn't get that either unless they're just trying to develop that character and show how ignorant she was this this is this is a lot this this is and then she's trying to get her health fight and she's like no which is of course that's what she would do and should do Mm -hmm. so then she somebody shoots at the party Mm -hmm. and khalil and um star Ride out, they kicking it, they listening to Tupac, and then, you know, you know, do you listen to that old stuff? I'm like, which make me feel old. And which was like, you listen to that old stuff? And he's like, oh no, he the truth. And then, then you know, they had to give the whole. He had to spell out what thug life means, which is fine. You know, that's a, 
that's for white people. Um, Not necessarily, because I think that this is a Jew. This is a, a young, young age. Yeah, young you know what? I get you right. Like, so they don't know what thug life means or, or the idea of what Tupac was doing with that. They get they. That's true. You know, the hate you give little infants fucks everyone mm-hmm. is the is the acronym. Um, and he broke it down for like how dope it was and all that. They stop. They reminisce over uh, Harry Potter. Uh, the Harry Potter wands they all had mm-hmm. See, which becomes that, something whole another thing later on in the film with the Harry Potter wands mm-hmm. yeah and I don't know Harry Potter so I appreciate you don't want you ever seen Harry Potter? I've never seen Harry Potter I've never read any of the books oh wow I know you so. seem like you would like that type of shit though <laughs> don't I yeah you do <laughs> uh, I would think you I thought you would have had a wand and shit no I, I, I thought you would I thought you when they when they pulled them out you'd be like I got one too I thought that was what was going to be in your demo Maybe no. that's oh maybe okay maybe that's why you didn't like it because you don't know about nothing about Harry Potter. That's why I didn't like the movie. Harry Potter's for the streets. Oh okay. Um, so he, the cops pull it. So they pause. Then he pulls out and supposedly he does two. I think it was a lame traffic stop, which I guess I guess that's supposed to be a lame traffic stop reason, like him pulling out. Yeah, and I mean that's, that's not uncommon. Like yeah. this, I think this was the only scene in the whole movie that I liked. <laughs> was when he dies ain't that about no him? and that's not why it's just the only scene that I think it's kind of the only scene I came for and I thought that that's what the movie was going to be about mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be an opportunity to have I guess the ideal circumstances of one of these shootings that actually makes people have some empathy but despite that empathy, it's the outcome is still not what you want it to be. I knew from the beginning that the police officer was not going to be indicted. Mm-hmm. I knew that. I just thought it was going to tell a different story. And, yeah, but he's and a drug dealer too. He's a drug dealer for King, Anthony Mackie, all the uh-huh. stuff she finds out. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's that's kind of where I thought the story was going to go, and I thought it was going to be focused more on the. Um, intimidation by the police to prevent her from testifying or, as opposed or to the all activism, of these other or the activism. yeah or the activism like as opposed to all of this other shit that we can talk about in a minute uh, that I think completely loses focus at least of what I thought the movie was going to be about so I this scene I appreciated because I I, I think that it well I think Amanda performed it very well yeah, she was fine um and I mean, it showed the ridiculousness of <laughs> what some of these police officers perceive as fear. Um, so I, I thought that it told that piece of what I thought the movie was going to be about very well. Yeah, it was a bullshit ass traffic stop. It happens yeah. all the time. Yeah. You know, these are just two kids hanging, having, out, hanging, hanging out, out, having a conversation in the car. Neither of them were drunk. Um, you know, he's asking a very simple question why am I being pulled over and he's met with disrespect immediately she has a right to record she's told to throw her phone on the floor I mean or you know to whatever so it I thought that this told what I like I said what I thought the movie was going to be about about very well um you know and even like what was captured on the dash cam you know when he's once he's shot and she gets out the car to help and he handcuffs her you know and sits her next to him on the ground while she just watches him die and he doesn't help him Mm-hmm. So I thought like the movie was going to be despite like the best factors you can have to indict a police officer for officer for these bullshit ass shootings that are happening and you still don't get justice. That's the story I thought was going to be told. And that's, it 
after this scene, it went downhill <laughs> rapidly. Because I was bored up until this point. I was like, okay, finally. Here we go. This, this was this was the climax that I thought, and it was like. <laughs> and then we have the whole interrogation scene or whatever with, with her parents and uh-huh. all that. And we have Intercommon, mm-hmm. uh, who's a cop, we find out. Mm-hmm. But did we find it? I was confused. Is that her? Is that what Gina... Paul's brother what I or was underst- it there they were boys and like it was like a thing of like you take care of you taking care of help take care of my family like they're boys yeah I from I thought Regina was telling a story about when they were she and Common were sent to a private school too so my, yeah, my okay. understanding that, that was, was her that brother. they were siblings yeah but then it was like in the book uh, like I was reading the book it was saying that they were friend, they were close friends or something Mm-hmm. And you call like you call your your kid you know your kids may call somebody uncle such and such but they're not yeah, the real they're uncle. not actually blood related yeah so I was, it was confusing like I need them to be like a hey, sis or something mm-hmm. that signifies that that relation within that context well I mean it seemed like there was tension within the relationship because he was a police officer right. and maybe right. that tension came more from her husband um, so I didn't I wasn't that bothered by that part of it I was bothered by him as a character it's but, more common yeah, yeah but not by the relationship between can we say that Common can't act <laughs> is that okay he's done better jobs and other things <laughs> well like what <laughs> I'd like to know what was hang better hang on job. I need to hang on <laughs> no I mean no disrespect I love Common as an MC but he's very deadpan when it comes to his acting uh, let me see Oof. I don't even yeah. talk about Suicide Squad oh, come on man I don't remember hating him in Selma um, I mean, he's really in been in a lot of stuff. No, he's been in a lot. That's what I'm saying. The best movie he's done was the movie Love. You I ever seen Love? No, I haven't Love is that. good, and he's that's his best role is in Love. Mm-hmm. Love is good. Uh, it's got Tyreek from uh, Power. You know, I think the main, may, maybe kid, I, I believe maybe I haven't been as bothered because he has never had like a major role in anything. And it's not like he had a major role in this one, but he definitely had some heavy contact heavy content and a lot of lines yeah. so maybe this was an opportunity to see that he's not the best but um i don't i thought his character could have been a bigger piece of the story and he wasn't so yeah. the fact that like common's acting wasn't that great for this character didn't bother me because the character didn't end up adding anything anyway and people people were probably asking like well so like well, why does comic keep getting hired if he's a bad actor He's probably great to work with. Oh yeah, he's he's like probably gets on time to the set. He probably <laughs> is like you probably you probably look at one actor like man they better, but they're gonna show up late. They're gonna give me mm-hmm. problems. Fuck it, I'm gonna cast Common because he's gonna he gonna bring donuts. He gonna do all kind of stuff and everything to be like a great worker, uh-huh. like a great coworker. Yeah. So you were like man, he's gonna give us great energy, man. Mm-hmm. He only got like twenty lines. Fuck it, cast right. Common. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, he got one pivotal scene, and he can do the rest. You know, yeah, give him that. His acting didn't bother. I mean, it wasn't. No, it great. didn't bother me. It, it wasn't great at all, but it didn't bother me. Nothing. It didn't bother me any more than a lot of other shit bothered me in this movie. So, the interrogation scene is you as a lawyer. How do you feel about that? Considering my problem was that if her uncle was a cop, why didn't they automatically tell her to get a lawyer before they even went she, there to talk to her? It's not, I don't know if she needed a lawyer. Like that part didn't bother me because she wasn't being interrogated like as a suspect. Like she's being questioned, uh, you know, based on what she witnessed. But I would think in general, if something like that happened, I would get a lawyer off top. Mm, I if don't I'm being know. questioned for something that happened and where I can, like a cop kill somebody, I would just get a lawyer off the top. Like I ain't saying nothing, bring my lawyer. I'm on a lawyer. 
I don't know. Why would you want a lawyer? I don't know. I'm just scared of the police like that. But anytime <laughs> that I can, I can ask for a lawyer, I'm going to ask for one. Yeah, I guess full disclosure, I used to represent the police, but that does not mean I think <laughs> I'm not part of the Blue Lives Matter group either. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I'm, I kind of operate from the position of if you don't have anything to feel guilty of. Fuck that. Or you don't. I don't believe that. Or you, <laughs> I mean, because I'm not saying she didn't need protection. Um, I think she needed protection when she was preparing for the grand jury testimony and when she was preparing for the interview with the media. Mm -hmm. And we can talk about that in a a minute. Um, But, you know, with her parents there and everything, it didn't bother. Well, to answer, it didn't bother me that she did not have an attorney. And I don't know if I was in that position, if I would immediately ask for an attorney. Um, Because, I mean, there's there's nothing really that your attorney is going to add during the interrogation. Their job during the interrogation. Make sure that you're a attorney. I just like to have like you know, my attorney right here though be ask me whatever you want to. Uh-huh. Then I can whisper in this act, even I'm not even doing I, it, just whisper and just be like, Yeah. Okay, I would be more concerned that like in, in that type of incident, like if I was in a like if I was in a car with you and you got killed mm-hmm. and I need to like get out the story while my memory is fresh, I'd want to get it out as soon as possible. Not like let me take some time and talk to my lawyer because No, 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 I'm saying I just want the lawyer <laughs> present in the room. I ain't gotta I'll do it right then. I just need you or Dub or somebody in the room with me mm-hmm. like this right there like hey you can know we do it just like the uh, you know like with the uh, <laughs> with Dave Chappelle on the, uh, when he was in the uh, congressional thing like uh, hey hold on man before you ask that come back here yeah and that's what I'm saying and like, over, like I talk to you like oh uh, um yeah now nah, fifth like oh. fifth like, <laughs> yeah and like, I guess <laughs> I guess that's the that's what I'm saying like I don't I, that would not be the first thing that came to my mind if I was in that sort of situation um, to like make sure I have my attorney present. I've always heard that if you're dealing with the cops in general, if you have, if mm-hmm. you're in a situation that have an attorney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if you're being interrogated as a suspect, yes, absolutely. But if you're being questioned as a witness, okay, I'm gonna keep. Uh, you, I, I may, may be calling you. That's like, fine. I mean, I, I'll still somebody show got up. shot right in front of I'll me. I'll show up better than Issa Rae's uh, <laughs> character did. As somebody an got shot, Raven. I ain't do it, but they asked me about it. Can you come up here and just stand yeah. outside? Of, uh, stand yeah. outside. And I mean, maybe, and maybe that's just me. Um, yeah, that's not. I'm not really answering that question from an attorney's perspective. I'm answering it more from like a personal. Because every attorney I talked to said, "Yeah, you better get, you better call somebody." No, if you, I think if you were being interrogated as a suspect, absolutely 100. percent But in this type of situation where it's important, but to my get thing out, is, uh, is she a suspect because she got handcuffed though? She, I'm, I was wondering that. Well, did they maybe book her and then not book? Because no, he's like she got it. She can go. I wonder if they was she trying was to book her. She was not being questioned as a suspect at that point. They knew who killed this young man. Right, but I'm saying like <laughs> suspect for something. Remember, because they kept on asking, did he have drugs in the car? Uh-huh. Did y- yeah. Was y'all missing? Yeah. Like, I'm just saying like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's them trying to build a case for the police officer as to the reasonableness of his fear. Because that's what it is. It's going to be a subjective Bullshit review reason. of whether or not he reasonably feared for his life. So they were trying to build that through her. Um, but it wasn't, you know, trying to build a case against her. Um, but, you know, fair enough. Like, if you think you'd need an attorney in that situation, I can see why. Um, but I just, I don't know. When it's an incident like that and it's important to get out what's fresh in your mind first, that would be my main focus. See, the thing was, though, the difference between a book and this, we're going to her going back to school and not trying to tell people about how she was the, the witness. Mm-hmm. In the book, her family moves to the suburbs at some point. So she mm-hmm. basically is coaching because she goes, 
it would have made some more sense if their family had moved out of Fremont or whatever into I a it was suburb. Garden Heights. No, I'm talking about the, that. Well, I guess the whole town is Fremont, but Garden Heights. Then they move into uh, Winchester. I'm keeping going Winchester. Winchester <laughs> Springs, um, and she would go back to the hood and hang out with her people still. Uh-huh. That would be real code switching or a form of seeing like she's still a, a attached to the to her neighborhood. Because yeah. in the book, her mom got a better job mm-hmm. and they moved out to the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was working so, as a nurse. So she would have been, and so she would have been a part of that lifestyle of those kids mm-hmm. at Williamson, mm-hmm. but still attached to where she came from because they would have mm-hmm. been later on in her life. Well, that would have been way more dynamic to me. Maybe, but they still didn't develop the character in that way. I don't know if it, the character was developed that way in the book, but changing where they lived. I think it would mean a lot more because then, remember I was like, oh, ain't you from there? But if she wasn't from there, they would have been like, you could have got a lot more maybe depth from those other characters because they, they, they'd have been like, you don't even live there. Why you care? I don't know. It's a whole lot of unwritten scenes. <laughs> <laughs> that would so have to make So, so you said the cutting room floor has got a lot going on. Yeah, I <laughs> I don't want to even want to see what's on the cutting room floor because I didn't want to see what was on the screen. Damn. Damn. So. You said this is worse harsh. than the nun. I didn't say it was worse than the nun. I said. <laughs> you said it was worse than the nun. There's a, look, I will I put. I said it was one. I, I would put it up there with the nun. No, no, no. Because Teddy, Teddy texted me and was like, hey, man, is it worse than the nun? Raven <laughs> said it was the worst movie. And she said, and I seen the nun. <laughs> that was your whole statement. And I've seen. It was like. <laughs> I said it was one of the worst. And I've seen the nun, like, on top I of would, like another Trump card. Like, yeah. and I've seen the nun. Yeah, no, I was just say, saying, like, that's how disappointed I was in this film. I was disappointed in the nun. I was disappointed in this movie. Um, they're two different kinds of disappointment, so I don't know if I can say one was worse than the other, but they both sucked. Okay. <laughs> to me. Yeah, that's that's not the best. So, oh snap! So, the chick that plays, do you watch the Deuce? No. Oh, you gotta watch the Deuce. The one that played his older sister, the the sister that's supposed to be younger than him, seven sister. Mm-hmm. Yo, she's like it's thirty years old. No, uh, the the. Oh, his other Anthony like Mackie's other kid. Is she like thirty years old? You know that, right? No, I've never heard of this actress. She's like thirty years old though. She's on the. She plays. She plays a hooker on the Deuce. I'm like, I was like, man, she can look familiar. Why is she? Oh. She, she older than all of them by far. So Kenya is the character's name. Actress is Dominique. Fishback. Yeah, but she's like damn near thirty. Yeah. Okay. But I, like that was like miscasting like to me like because she looks so much older than them. She, I thought she looked young, especially with that terrible lace front. <laughs> I wouldn't, I didn't know that as a man. Who was the who was the wig person for this movie? Would that be wardrobe, right? That'd be wardrobe, know. right? Or costume? I don't know. Whoever it was, they might have to bring their own. <laughs> That's what it looked like. like a, whatever you got, you got something. Okay, bring that. <laughs> bring that. Yeah, that'll work. Girl, you working it? Go ahead. Uh huh. Go ahead. Go on on that set. <laughs> um, anyway, so after the scene mm-hmm. where where Khalil gets shot in the in the police interrogation, um, all the way up to the funeral, I was like, okay, this is going where I thought it was gonna go. Mm-hmm. That's where it ended for me. The movie ended there. That's for you, that's where my enjoyment of the movie ended. Wow, and that's at the midpoint yeah. of the movie basically. yeah because I thought the next day like because I, I thought maybe it was going to follow like how something like this affects everybody 
And like the next morning where she gets up and she's sick and her dad's trying to take care of her. And like, she's just so sick to her stomach about this, like that. Not that it had to be like a completely depressing movie the rest of the way, or it had to be like that sort of tortured, those tortured moments for the rest of the time. But I thought that, I don't know. I thought it was going to explore the impact a little more. Yeah. Yeah. It, I was like, oh, okay. So we had the funeral, but the, the wake was first where she went to visit the grandma. But then the mom was like on TV and her mom was like a drug addict. His yeah, mom was a drug addict, which weird. is fine. Which, but that happens all the time, though. They just find the mom. She could have been strung out, whatever. Uh-huh. And, you know, she going to wild out and do what the fuck she going to do. Yeah. That's just what it, that happens all the time. Uh-huh. I mean, look at all the different memes with different things. Like, I was, I, I had to get out of there. What was the, what's the woman with the little, the little shower cap on that everybody's making fun of with the, like, I was scared. I had to get up out of there. I forgot the name of y'all know listeners. Y'all, somebody will tell me this is black woman with a shower cap. And they even follow back up with her. Like, how is everything going on? I was scared. I had to get up out of there. I'm just <laughs> telling y'all we got a new home. We got everything. You're not talking about ain't nobody got time for that, are you? That's it. Oh, my God. Is that, and it, yeah. They got um, their, it was some burned up stuff. Like, yeah. Then I, yeah, that's it. Yeah, her. They did a rethink of her. funny. I like her. <laughs> I'm just saying she ain't no um I'm blind. I'm legally blind. What was that one with the little little, little uh girl that was like, I'm legally blind. <laughs> I need to find her and make sure she got out of jail. Oh my god. Put something on her books. She said she wasn't driving the getaway car. Yeah, I am legally blind. <laughs> <laughs> but you looking right at me in my eye. <laughs> What? So how does this tie? Oh, people acting ignorant yeah. on TV. Got it. Okay. So I mean, and, and I mean that's fine. No, I, I was cool with that because that happens a lot with different mm-hmm. in all these different cases or whatnot. But uh, don't I don't want to sidebar too much. But I want to give a shout out to uh, Jordan David. Jordan is it Jordan Davis down in Florida that was killed oh, by the dude at the yeah. gas station. His mom is running for Congress. Oh wow! In that district in Jacksonville, and she's like the the, the uh, leading in the polls mm-hmm. right now. So I just like I forgot her name. I think it's I think it is Jordan Davis. Isn't Michael Brown's mother running as well? Yeah, she said she was running for like what Ferguson mayor or something like that. I don't, I don't think it's mayor. on this or some. She's running for something, but yeah. Ferguson, uh, Jeff, Jeff, uh, Jordan Davis's mom is like in the hunt for Congress in Jacksonville area. Mm-hmm. So y'all support her, all y'all people down in Florida support Jordan Davis's mom. I just wanted to kind of throw that in there since it's, they ain't throw a lot of activism for real in the movie. I wanted to at least throw something in there for this. Yeah, Leslie uh, McSpadden. Lexi Mispatton. That's his mom's name. Yeah. Oh, no, it's more from... That's Michael Mike Brown's, Brown's mother. I'm yeah. sorry. She's running for office in Ferguson. She Okay, she's in Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Ferguson's way bigger than people understand, too. It's a big, bigger district and area. Um, but, so, moving forward with the movie, mm-hmm. this idea of her hiding who she was, and, you know... Um, so, King picks up uh, her and her hat... Well, not even half-sister, her... Brother's sister, mm-hmm. he don't hang with them as much as she hang with them more than he do. Mm-hmm. I guess because they're closer in age, maybe. But the woman that plays that is thirty, so I'm confused. I don't know. That's so irrelevant. <laughs> Let's keep going. Uh, um, but <laughs> so Anthony Mackie, I like Anthony Mackie. A lot of people don't like Anthony Mackie. I like Anthony Mackie's actor. I think he's good. She hate me is a classic movie that is underappreciated as a film. He's you, tolerable. Uh, what? Let's explore this for a second then. So you have a problem with Anthony Mackie's actor? No, I said he's tolerable. I don't think, I think he's, he's fantastic. More than tolerable. I didn't say he's fantastic, but he's he's good. 
He's fine. <laughs> he is. He's fine. I mean, I don't dislike him. He went to Juilliard. At least give him the prize. He went to Juilliard. That's great. But we're talking about his acting in these movies that I've seen him in. Okay, right? so what is bad he's been in? I didn't say anything was bad. I said he was fine. He's okay. tolerable. But he's one of those people like, um, God. So is he the new Omar Epps? No, I think Omar Epps is better. Really? He's okay. just kind of like your your neutral black actor. Like is there's he, not is, there's not a whole lot of depth to him. Like I've never seen anything where I was like, I oh thought my he was God, good. Anthony Mackie was. Great. I thought he was good as she hate me. Uh, he was fine. <laughs> it's like you you played the role. Have you seen the movie Night the Night is Up Night of Night is Us? No. With him and uh, Kerry Washington, uh-uh. where he's like a uh, ex Black Panther and like. It's a no. pretty good joint. No, um, so and, and and this movie is just kind of an example of, of my opinion of him, where it's like you read your lines, you did you what you were supposed to do. This is a check do. for him, though, because I, I he couldn't have read the script and be like, "Yo, I, I, this is really something I want to really do." This in between the Avengers and shit, though, like, man, I got two weeks out. <laughs> I'm gonna give me a check movie real where quick. I thought he and, was just you know fine. what? And this makes sense because they're filmed in Atlanta. This movie's filmed in Atlanta. He's like, I can leave that set and go get me a check. Right down the street. Oh my goodness. All I can right. go from Falcon to King. Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> so, this, what do you think of his relationship? And he was like, you know, you gotta let it go. You just gotta let it. And it was like, it was so self serving. It was so obviously self serving of a statement. Yeah. It wasn't like he was looking out for her. Okay, so this is another place where the movie pissed me <laughs> off we that we, we've talked about. Because now, why are we focused on gang violence as a part of this story i understand it can it is a part of the story sometimes but as a part of this movie why is this now the focus i feel like this is where the movie derailed for me to an all lives matter blue lives matter storyline and it was irritating one because i didn't think it served what i thought was the original focus of the movie and Two, it didn't make sense. Like, it wasn't played out in a way that made sense at all. So, I mean, and it, it starts with, you know, Issa Rae coming to the funeral as an activist and talking about getting justice for Khalil to her showing up at um, um, Star's home and saying, you know, this is a, a case that's going to be played out in, a me- in the media. Let's make sure you're prepared. Well, no, no, no. We got to find out. She found out that she was the witness from, her, from the mother. That's fine. We're past that. Let's move past that. We don't need to, we don't yeah. need to like give yeah. the audience like a, a, a play-by-play yeah. of the whole movie. Let's kind of cover the highlights. So what I'm trying to tie into is the whole Anthony Mackie um, issue and why I, I hated this whole gang violence thing. But so anyway, so Issa Rae comes in and talks about this case is going to be played out in the media, but then does not prepare her at all for this interview. <laughs> And she goes in and she's talking about how, you know, they played Harry Potter together. And, you know, I understand that she's trying to give him some humanity. But the minute the reporter started asking questions about his drug um, dealing, I don't know why she was not prepared to say that's not what this is about. And why the focus of that interview was not about what happened and what that police officer. She tried to she tried to, to try to amp it up like, well, his grandma was sick and. You know, Why his was, mom is on drugs and he's yeah, trying to... Yeah, I would have been, like, the very first thing, like, as an attorney, as an activist, whatever, I would have said, do not talk about that. That's irrelevant. 
He is not the person that is on trial here. It is this police officer. The whole focus of your interview needs to be about what you saw that night and what led to his murder. That's what you need to be talking about and what you need to be focused on. So (laughs) it's no wonder that the man wasn't indicted the way she was prepared (laughs) and, you know, for this media interview. But anyway, so then she goes on national television and discloses a bunch of irrelevant information that does not help her friend get justice at all. And makes this story turn a complete 180 from what I thought it was King supposed to be about. King he's the worst drug dealer ever Right, and she's like, why, you're going to go on national television, one, like, admit that your friend was a drug dealer, and then disclose who he was working for. And then Anthony Mackie's character, in an unrealistic way, like, responds with putting himself on blast, like, yep, that's me, that's who they were talking about. No, but he's, they said the gang, which is stupid that the gang is named after him, it's, it was the King Lords, not and then they, she said, "Yeah, he sold m- drugs for the King Lords." Mm-hmm. Okay, and he was like, "Oh, they gonna find out about me? I'm sure they know about you. The feds know who you are. Right? You this high and you ain't got this high. I'm sure the feds know who you are. Number one, number two. Why are you even getting that down and dirty in general like that anymore? Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. You supposed to be this high up in the game. Yeah. You're not supposed to touch any of this shit anyway. Yeah, and maybe I would have been more okay with the story exploring the way that gang violence can be weaved into this whole issue because, I mean, I think we all know that one of the few good things about all of this police murder is that it brings the black community together. Yes. And I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of that. And I think you could have still told the piece of how, you know, gang violence ca- plays its role in the whole um, experience without focusing only on that. Mm. That's what pissed me off is that they didn't show like how black people come together and have a true message. They decided to go off and give this stupid ass story that wasn't told very well about how Anthony Mackey's character responds to being outed on TV. Keep in mind, though, y'all, the only person that got arrested for a crime was Anthony Mackey. I'm just saying, they arrest the black man is the only one that gets arrested. Mm. And dad. Well, I'm someone that got arrested and went to jail, you know, quote-unquote jail for the the crime. In the movie? Yeah, in the movie. Okay. I think I stopped paying attention. I'd rather it have been corny, at least that maybe one scene he'd come back and be like, man... I ain't even tripping no star. They don't even know who I am for real. And he give her a hug or something like, I was tripping. You know, something like Corny's. I'd have rather had that instead of him going to these lengths that he went to to try to silence her, supposedly. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather had it been a Corny scene like that. Like, you know what, star, I was tripping. We all good. Gave her a hug, though, or like, hey, you know, we gonna make it. Mm-hmm. You know, like... Or, or he the one that come and save him. Uh, you know, some corny like that. I'd rather have been corny like that instead of the corny, the hate we give instead, you know, at the end. <sighs> so. Yeah, I just, it, it, that's the part that seemed really irresponsible to me for this movie. The, and then, so, so, so we, let's, let's go to lawyer mode mm-hmm. here. So we talked about this and dispel this, something that we talked about with the grand jury thing that. Yeah. Lawyer cannot go into the grand jury. Yeah. Um. So. At first, I was kind of irritated. Well, I was mad that Issa Rae, you know, sought out this little girl to help her. And didn't protect her. And then, like, didn't protect her in this interview. Didn't prepare her for the grand jury hearing. Now, since the grand jury um, hearings are private, 
um, you know, Issa Rae would not have been in there, but she still could have prepared her better. You know, the speech that she gave to the jury was ridiculous. Like, I, I mean, if I'm on the jury, grand jury, and I'm trying to decide whether or not to indict a police officer for murdering a, a child, mm-hmm. I don't need to hear about y'all playing Harry Potter. Like, that doesn't tell me shit about what actually happened that night. And that was your first kiss. Right. Like, that that did not help at all. So, like, what the hell did this lawyer prepare you to do? Like, yeah, okay, humanize him, because I think that's important. But people care but about what, the But, like, why is, like, what actually happened that night? I mean, and maybe they thought they showed that enough to the audience, but it would have been nice to see, like, how is it con- conveyed to the jury, and how does the jury analyze that in conjunction with... Um, feeling empathy for this person because of race. And this kind of goes back to, um, I think common gave her some nuggets that could have prepared her for her, t- for her testimony. And then let's even, <laughs> let's even go back for a second. Uh-huh. The whole situation you, you talked about, and I've, uh, this, it just came to my mind when we were in the theater talking about it, when you were saying like how, when the situation, her dad getting messed with by the cops, because okay. Cause King shows up while his family's eating dinner mm-hmm. <laughs> and King shows up like, Hey man, and What's going on of, your daughters? Just blatantly in front of everybody. Like <laughs> what kind of drug head drug dealer is this that he's out here putting in work like this? Yeah. He's got a lot of time on his hands. If <sighs> like why is he putting in work? Yeah, this is another place where I thought, okay, ooh, they're gonna get the storyline back on track. You because know, you're start, saying because the cops would remember yeah, the, the cops, cops said, show like, oh. up and like they, you know, they you know, break up this fight and start intimidating the dad, and then she starts recording, and then they acknowledge, oh, that's the girl, that's the witness. Like I thought, okay, well, this can be a place where, you know, they can use this the this police intimidation. But see, I didn't even I wouldn't even thought about that until you said the police intimidation intimidation they could mm-hmm. use that. Mm-hmm. And they didn't use it. Well, I mean, they I don't think they were genuinely trying to intimidate her. But you could have realize, used that as I'm a lawyer, I'm just saying, though. like, sure. But I'm talking about, like, for the way this story is told. Right. I, I, I That's where I thought that this was going to go is, like, you know, we you see the power we have. You know, right don't, now don't we can arrest your... Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I thought it was going to go. But then, once again, fell flat. <laughs> um, so then we go past the grand jury. They, they, they um, Then is it the prom next? Or no... She finds out that he didn't get indicted, right? Uh, no, the prom was before that. Prom was before that. Um, right. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, no, before the prom, though, is the whole walkout that the kids were going to do to boycott, you know, as part of protest. Even it was though the whole, they whole storyline with Haley or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, I actually did kind of uh, appreciate that scene because it does show how sometimes people um, misappropriate another experience for their own benefit mm-hmm. um you know they're not genuinely concerned about this young man they just want to get out of school and i and i think shit like that happens often especially in politics mm-hmm. um so I, I i i was i appreciated that part of the movie i think that that definitely gave some people or should have given people some perspective and the haley thing the haley i guess she was always unlikable at the beginning and i mm-hmm. guess that she's supposed to be that you would kind of see as an adult. That's why I said maybe teens would see this different and be like, oh, she had a, a heel change on us. She she went different. Mm-hmm. But I knew she wasn't shit from the beginning. I thought she was a realistic character. Yeah. I've had some Haley's in my life. Really? Yeah, I have. I've never had a person I let get that close that I because I made a stomp them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, I'm, I'm mainly thinking about uh, my cheering days and I kind of hope this girl listens to this podcast and hears this. 
Um, but it was somebody I, I cheered with. Um, and this is in, she, this in with the Rams. Yeah, and um, she was uh, definitely not a kind person. Mm. Um, I didn't. I, I mean, I didn't think she was the nicest person in the world, but I didn't know she was a racist. Um, but there were different, like, subtle things she would throw out there that made me um, realize it. But the biggest one was when she used the N-word in front of me one time to describe somebody that had pissed her off. And she said, that fucking N-word. And so I was like, why says, would you? Because I like to say the N-word. That she said nigger or nigga with the A or the E-R. The E-R. Wow, like the ER. The white people know they can maybe get away with it, not necessarily get away. Like, we gonna stomp you out. But, like, you ain't going to get the big top stomp out. When you say the ER, it's like, oh, you. Yeah, let me finish, though. Because I was like, why would you say something like that? I mean, especially since, like, we were around, we were in the company of a lot of people, and a lot of people who were white. And she sought me out to tell me this story. And I'm like, why would you say something like that to me? And she's like, I thought we were cool. I thought we were cool. And you're not all black anyway. Oh, wow. And. <laughs> she pulled the you only 50. You only fifty black. Thirty three percent. Now that I got my twenty three and me results, but whatever. Oh, you got you got your um your your uh, your um ancestry. <laughs> yeah, I did. I got my twenty three and me results, but we don't talk about that. So right you now. only thirty percent, thirty three percent black. Nobody would know that though. Listeners, mm-hmm. go to her uh her Instagram page. <laughs> <laughs> you you will never think that she's only thirty percent black. Trust me. Actually, I think culture, culture appropriating some other culture right now. Oh, uh, whatever. I don't know. I'm, I need to see these uh-huh. results. Well, there's some 6% that's unidentified, so I'm going to claim that too and just say 37%. Okay, that's black. Yeah. You're black. Uh-huh. black. Anyway, but yeah, no, she she definitely pulled that on me and said, you know, I didn't think that, basically, like, why are you acting offended? And I thought you were cool. Like, Where's she from? Where's she from? Um... I want to say Belleville, Illinois, somewhere in Southern Illinois. Um, so, yeah, no, so I've, I've had some Haley's in my life, and that's just like one, like probably the most recent experience. So she that came I can to think you of. like directly. And she came, sought me out to tell me this story about how a black man had pissed her off, and she referred to him as the N word. So with she the didn't ER. understand, like, she didn't understand, like, why that was a problem at all? Right. Because so I, I, I was a cool black person. I, and somebody that wasn't all black, so why can't I say this to you? But she wanted to say it to a black person, but like, well, you ain't. No, all she black. just no, she just like it wasn't that she wanted to say it to a black person. It was like I, it, to her, it was the same thing as so saying she it, to, say it to Tate though. What she would have said it to Tate? Um, she don't. They don't know each other like that. So okay. she wouldn't. She, there was other darker skinned black people. She didn't say it to. <laughs> okay, that's, that's my point that's, that's my point I'm saying though so yeah. she went off the oh cause she a lighter girl there, but like. so there was something about me that made her comfortable saying it wow wow and she did get checked in that moment and so that this was a disappointment I had in Star's character and maybe maybe this was the what they were trying to get at with code switching but to me that's not code switching that's just like not having good integrity or like not being this, that, yeah that's what I thought I was like Coach was just not not having that. Good. That's, that's like, just like you being weak. Like yeah, um, acting so. like you like uh, sublime is like you know that's code switching. Not saying that that they call you a nigga is a different thing. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so Haley, I think was a consistent character, and there are, I know some Haley's. Um. Yeah, and she. There are some people that just never get it. Like even if you try to educate them, and the person that I was just talking about. 
Um, you know, I try to address it in the moment. I try to educate her in the moment. And she's one of those people that I think is just never going to get it. She's not around enough black people to change her opinion of them. So she only hangs around white people. Basically, you're the only black person that she probably talked to. I wouldn't say that, but because uh, I wouldn't even say we were close friends like that. I think she perceived that we were closer than we were. But um, for what and, I, and I, I don't know her life well enough to, you know, truly explain it only thing I can tell you is my perspective of her and no matter you know what you say to her she has her opinion and that's how some how some Haley's are yeah. wow was she is she successful in general let's, let's, let's move on no I want to know if she's like like horrible <laughs> right now like I want to know I, uh, I want to see her downfall she's I don't I don't think she'll have a downfall oh she came up I think no I think she's happy with her life let's move on okay Damn, she came up. Damn. I wouldn't say that damn. either. Let's just move on. Okay. I want, I want to stalk her on Facebook and make up a whole another profile. But mm-hmm. hey, bitch, is me. Yeah, no. Nigga, I'm not giving any names. But rich, if, she, no. if she were to listen to this, she knows who she is. Shout out to you, Haley Jr., uh, since you're older. Um, so after all this drama, it's more drama, y'all. This is not over. Oh, God. There's so many we get, pieces. So... I guess we go to the prom night. Yeah, prom Cause they, night. Because now he's not indicted. She uh-huh. finds out. Was it a phone call? No. You said about the oh they okay. Are you talking about prom night? Or are you going to talk about she found out that he was not indicted? When did she find out he was indicted? Was it after it was the prom? After prom. Okay, let's go so, to the prom night. The prom night is way yeah, more. Yeah. So we can just. She finds out after the prom. This prom night is the longest prom night. This is a key. In this movie where this white Superman comes into life, yeah. into play. There was definitely way too much time spent on this scene. So she comes to the prom. Number one, I have a daughter. I wouldn't let her go out no prom, no man. Look, with no she, fucking Jordans. Xander can't go. To, oh, and Jordans. So let me I wouldn't just, let that happen. Let me just say something. And I was like, look, I would love it if she really like it. She, but I'd be like, come on, sweetheart. Like this is like, you know, mm-hmm. you ain't gonna never. See, this is gonna be one time experience. I don't know. Let people wear what they want to wear. Yeah. I feel. But let me say something real quick. So I, um, I, I've been looking at a lot of people's posts and opinions about this movie on Facebook. One of the funniest ones was from my friend Latik. She said, I liked Star's prom outfit, the end. Like, that's the only thing she liked about the movie. So that was the only thing people, she liked. Yes. <laughs> so there's some people that liked it. Um, and no, you know, no, she's fine. a kid and that's what yeah. she likes. That's, that's really, you make a good point. That's mm-hmm. a good point. No, it was the, but I, I, to go back to what you were talking about, the, the white savior, um, when I initially saw the trailer, I didn't know she was going to have a white boyfriend and, mm-hmm. and the, the fact that she did actually, I thought could have added some, a, no, a more interesting yeah, dynamic. Yeah. To Keep in mind folks, I'm not trying did. to say to white, they just say this is the way they set it up. Yeah, it was the, the, it, it, but it didn't, it never like added to the story. Like, well, I don't understand like how. Well, maybe I'm just different now, but how you even have a relationship with somebody that doesn't know, like some of these intimate moments in, in, in you know, experiences for pa- your like life. They've been together for years or something. And like, I don't know how long they were supposed to be together. Never but, his parents. Uh, yeah. And then, like, my thing is, I didn't know people didn't like, did, at first we didn't know people knew if she lived there or not. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there just wasn't a whole lot of development of that story like how their relationship came about how long they'd been together what she knew about him it was just kind of like we've been together this is my boo and he tried to have sex with me I wasn't ready Um, but he doesn't know any of this stuff about my life Um, so anyway so prom night it seems like it's the time that she's finally disclosing to him all of these other pieces to her 
and and it's not the fact that he was immediately accepting of it because I think they at least developed the character up to that point to show that like he really cared about her and he really wanted to know her he really wanted to be part of her life so that's not the savior piece that bothered me it was the the rest of the story with the riot where it was just kind of like wait how did no, we get here it's a secret <laughs> thing that dude did a lot he of did stuff. but and it didn't make sense like it, it, it so it, it was forced it was yeah. for, it was very forced so it's like if you're gonna make him it was not necessary to make him the white savior just make him the accepting boyfriend like, like i got your back what you need yeah, I got you. He was just like, or show an interesting conversation between them about all of this. Like when she was telling him, like even the conversation they had, in my opinion, didn't really. It wasn't that interesting. It hey, didn't. It wasn't compelling. But the really scene though is with the prom night after they come back from prom, though. To oh, meet to dad. meet the dad, and he tried to tip that, him. That was that's what I would have did. That's why I kept saying like I would have did the same thing. And I that I seemed, good looking though, my G. Yeah, that was like an area I think where they tried to add like a comedic moment. Um, so that was fine, but even that was like, is we're about to have a slight climax and then it's gonna fall flat because his reaction, um, like I couldn't tell if he was more upset because she had a boyfriend and he didn't know about it, or he was more upset that he was white. But to me, at that point, it was like, please don't throw any more shit in this movie. Yeah, like this don't make that. And he was like, it's all good. And I was like, thank you. Yeah, like we don't need no more dynamics. Like let it go. We we already three fourths damn near. We coming down the whole stress. We yeah, like eighty percent of this movie. Just Uh -uh. stop it. Like just stop it. Just then the dad thing. That's what I'm saying. Like the dad with them so then was it the next day was it that night that they shot out the crib that was at night that was that, it same, was that night. same night yeah like, after he cool, left how late is this going on yeah the prom night was definitely and that he was like we're going to get some burgers afterwards i'm like what they never showed the burgers <laughs> did they ever get that burgers she's still hungry <laughs> she's still hungry right now she ain't eating oh nothing my last meal she had she got interrupted by the cops yeah that we saw that was yeah. the last meal we saw mm-hmm. and i'm like so he shot. So King shoots at the crib on the prom night. He, well, a part of me thought I'm thinking back though. He's probably like somebody saw that he had this big ass limo outside in front of the house. They got this big ass stretch uh, escalating from the house. So yeah, maybe it is them doing something. Though. Let's shoot up the house. I don't know. Um, that was just a lot, hell of a lot more drama. Um, so then we is this. I can't remember if this is the scene. Before she, it is the scene, but I think before she gives her grand jury testimony because she has that moment with Common, and this is what I was going to talk about earlier. No, the grand jury thing already happened. The, the, the shoot, the, the the scene with Common is after they show shoot up, and then remember they had to go to the house. Uh huh. But she had the conversation with Common before she gave her grand jury testimony. Right, because she left school after the okay. uh, the, oh, the protest. The, okay, after the fake protest, she said, "I need somebody to pick me up." Right. Okay, so that's when she had. Because I just want to talk about the conversation yeah. she had with Common, whether mm-hmm. it was after the faux protest by the white kids, it don't or that, this, this movie, you know, after like. the shooting. But <laughs> the you know she talks to Common about why police officers are shooting black people, and so Common gives this whole. Um, scenario of you know you don't know what the person has in the car you don't know what they're reaching for like we're already operating from a state of fear there's a young lady in the car is she safe and and I thought that that was a, a thoughtful um, uh, scenario of you know what police officers may be thinking when they make these decisions and then she says okay you know in that scenario if the person is black 
you're shooting? What if they're white? And he said, I, you know, I would tell them to put their hands up, you know, or give them some other warning before I just shoot. And that was a really compelling moment yeah. that like reminded me of um, when uh, a time to kill when Samuel Jackson is trying to uh, tell Matthew McConaughey how to get the jury to empathize with this black father who has killed his um, daughter's white rapists. And so I'm thinking, you know, she's really bothered by what Common has just said. She's getting ready to give her grand jury testimony. She's going to take that and try to give some empathy to the jury. That's right. That was right before that. And it didn't happen. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Common did all his best acting he had for no reason. And maybe I'm just, like, pissed off, you know, Again, because the movie isn't what I thought it was going to be, so maybe that might be I'm being over, being overly critical. Because at least the audience heard this stuff, and hopefully they're putting it better, t- putting it together better than. Oh, I that think was the that white, that was. was the white person guilt area. It's like, <gasps> yeah, right? right. Like, so I'm hoping the audience gets it. You know, even though I don't think it rounded out the story the way that it should have, at least those pieces were given to the audience to discuss. Um. So. The, uh, the prom night from hell mm-hmm. shot up you know her daddy gets to check homeboy so they go to Common's crib they stay there the night no that was so the grand jury testimony was after her shooting was after the so yeah so the prom night the grand jury thing was after the prom I thought so but I don't know it, it doesn't matter it is because he was trying to shoot up Thena before she did the grand jury testimony mm-hmm so she rides out on a bike though, and all of a sudden she goes straight into the bad transition. She rides on a bike. We thought she was just riding maybe back to see her boyfriend or back to the hood or back to a protest. I thought maybe in her mind, my mind. And they go straight into the grand jury jury scene. Remember they go straight into that scene. Yeah. Like I'm walking into the building. Yeah, I don't remember. Um Yeah, it's going straight into that building. And then I'm like, uh, okay, then so the grand jury testimony, she goes in there, she does her Humanizing of Khalil. Mm-hmm. Khalil's sitting there in a the chair, looking like Ralph Tresvan, ready to send sensitivity because his ghost <laughs> is sitting there, uh, nodding his head. Oh. Um, and it was the worst testimony ever. <laughs> but you said, but you also admitted though, let's, let's be fair, you said that they may have had a longer thing and she, they were trying to show the, show the humanistic side. Maybe. Because they, they showed so much more before. Let's be. Uh-huh. Let's 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 give him yeah. credit for that. Yeah. So I, we'll just pretend that she recited to the jury what actually happened. Yeah. That and then night. she tried to humanize him after that. Yeah. So then King ain't done. Mm-hmm. King is just starting. Because mm-hmm. her daddy went back to stay with his son. Mm-hmm. And like we gonna sit down the fort. Yeah. Then King don't come to school. We but we didn't know. Seven didn't come to school. Seven, no, King. King seven. These names are all interchangeable at this point. <laughs> I just want to be clear. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. No, you're no right. so I, I think that there's another important scene that you might be getting ready to skip over here. So, um, Star is at school, and um, Haley oh, comes Haley's up to her and is like, "You still not over this shit or whatever?" Because you know they'd previously gotten into an argument back at her, at her house. Right? Uh, it was either at her house or the racially ambiguous girl's house, um, uh, where Star wants to watch the interview that she did with the horrible interview that she did with the media. Um, and uh, Haley made some sort of reference, I guess, to him being a drug dealer or somewhat, I guess, d- deserving to be shot. And so, fast he forward, he would have died anyway. It was something like, yeah, he would have died anyway. He was dealing drugs, very insensitive bitch. Um, but 
fast forward now star is at school for whatever reason seven is not at school and Haley comes up to her and says you're not over this yet and she has this interchange with her where she pretends to she takes her brush and was like what does this look does this look like a gun and you know does this sort of attack on her and boom, Haley starts crying boom, boom, yeah. that was silly um, I get what they were trying to do but it could have been written better uh yeah, I mean, why don't you just hit it with the brush? That'd yeah. have been better. No. <laughs> no, I'm saying it better. No, the reason I say that is because she be like, it was a brush. Bink. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it been all good. Yeah. Hitting people with brushes is good to go, man. I got a bully off me. That, I hit somebody with a brush one time. Oh, I hit him with, a, with the old school brush. The same brush that Khalil had. Hit a dude on one on my football team my freshman year with a brush. How do you do that that doesn't even have a handle on it? You threw it? Threw it. Yeah. Oh, oh it was the best throw I've had in my life. Okay. He, sp- anyway. he was gleeping on me. So anyways, the star storms off, and then um, Chris, her boyfriend, whose fingernails are dirty, by the way. I don't no, understand. No, you kept the, it kept the whole movie. You t- Did we first see that in the prom scene? We first saw it in the prom scene. I don't understand how you act in a movie and, like, your fingernails are dirty. That really bothers yeah, me. I'm going to pay the extra 50 to get my shit buffed. That's, that's also, like, one of my biggest pet peeves, because if you have dirty fingernails, that means you probably don't wash your hands. But anyway. That's real. Um you know Chris chases after her and she explains why she's pissed off and they go on this drive and while on this drive I guess she gets a call from stars I mean sorry seven's mom is that right or no from the sister from, from the sister from yeah from his from the 30 year old sister saying the 30 year old sister because you stuck on that okay. <laughs> um, you know she's like king beat up seven blah 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 so they go over to the house they pick him up at first, the the drop mom this is white like, super nigga happens. Oh my god! This dude is. Keep in mind, this is all within a weekend. I'm surprised I'm, he was with in her. My mind, in my mind, that the prom was on Saturday. This is on Monday. Right. I think you might be right. Like I really think you might be right. It was so quick. Like you know, and and if Chris decided to like be done at that point, I wouldn't blame him. Race issues aside, you got the, too much fucking drama. If, oh. if, if I'm seven and you get in like, man, Chris, what are you doing here, man? You could do so much better in this hood shit that you're dealing with. You are a good white man. Just leave, man. you good white folk. Leave, oh, man. Oh, my goodness. So, you know, shout out to Chris for sticking with it. Um, and to the actor, I can't remember his name, but I guess he plays on Riverdale and replaced Key and Lolly, who was previously supposed to play Chris but was written out of the story and his scenes were refilmed for making racial slurs they they, they refilmed his scenes yeah he had filmed his scenes so they had wow yeah so they had wow that makes sense a little bit then I don't know if it does but (laughs) no I'm saying because of just some of those scenes seem can destroy their chemistry seem horrible I don't know if it's I I wouldn't change the movie for me. Right. You said everything is. You said it wouldn't matter. <laughs> the writing was horrible. Writing right. was horrible. It's nothing. Um, but anyway, so you know, Chris goes in, saves the day with seven. But first, I mean, first the mom is like, "Get y'all asses out of my house," and she's being drunk and disrespectful. And then King tries to come back, and she helps them escape. So anyway, she, I guess that's her form of redemption. <sighs> Maybe no, but she was her. like, "Oh, motherfucker, you here?" Like she was also yeah. like, "You here?" Yeah, and I'm like She's trying to redeem herself within the same scene where she just acted like an asshole. But anyway, um, then they go on this drive to try to get him to the hospital oh, instead of going it. to the Before hospital. We, go there, hmm. we gotta go back where to a scene we missed with Star talking to her mom about her brother being born. We said that we were gonna talk about that. I don't know if I want to talk about it. What I can't remember about why. the whole thing of like. 
she like uh, like we did. Um, we kind of covered it. Well, how it was messy. Yeah, like, but they, was, but we didn't really. So Star asked her mother, uh-huh. "Yo, like, is you know what? What are you doing? Daddy has seven. Mm-hmm. So we like, oh shit, we finna find out some real tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were broken up at the time, and it was all good. Then we find out that he was older, so they broke up. He had a kid with somebody else and then got back with you. Yeah, so there really wasn't a whole lot of forgiveness, I guess, that needed to happen. I mean, or <laughs> less forgiveness than we thought originally. Right, yeah. It makes the, makes the dad not seem as bad as yeah. he originally seemed. But with the mom, how it tied into the rest of the stories, Star was asking whether or not she should forgive Haley. And the mom basically says it depends on basically what value that person is adding to your life. Mm-hmm. And if she said not, she didn't like her because the mom didn't like her, never liked. Yeah, she's like I never liked her in the first place. Seemed like they might always been beefing about something anyway. And she said that no, she said that you you did everything she wanted to do. Yeah, with the like purple she, hair and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah, that yeah. she was a follower and. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so maybe we that, that would that would we didn't get to see her being a follower like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That seemed to that little bitty seem to seem to explain the code switching more than like what they showed. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah. So I, and I think that that is a good message that you know, just because like this is the popular girl or even somebody you've been friends with forever, sometimes we friendships change, run man. their course. Look, you got a friend, <laughs> your friend I met, the we was all together. Mm-hmm. You're not friends with her no more. Right. That is what it is. Why you, why, why you look at me like, I'm like, I ain't saying nobody's name on here. Come on, man. Uh-huh. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Though? Yeah. You have to realize when people yeah. are just like bad spirits and they need to be gone. So, um, that, that was a, that was a fine message. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you some other stuff off the air. Okay. <laughs> Do you all uncomfortable now and shit though? Because I was, gonna say, I was, gonna, I was gonna get real crazy though for a second. Oh, trust though. me, I am not uncomfortable. Well, I can go there on the air. We don't have to. I'm suggesting we don't go there on the air, but it's not because I'm uncomfortable. Okay, all right. I was just saying, you just that open. Let's do it. No, we don't need to be talking about other people's business. So after, oh, that's I, I was gonna do that too though. Uh-huh. Um, but so then seven and her they skirt out with white Jesus. Uh-huh. Um, and his rain, his Range Rover, which is like his little small chariot, and they try to take Seven to the hospital, uh-huh. and they roll up on the protest because yeah. mm-hmm. they find out. That's I guess when on they the way. It. Yeah, she it was finds on, out the, on the way there. Yeah, right? it was like on the. He looked at it on his phone, like it popped up on his phone. Yeah. yeah. And then she was. Then so they get caught in traffic. Mm-hmm. And she just gets out like I gotta do it. Uh huh. Yeah. Now and, you want to act strong. After. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now that's the clock. Though. Like, we only got 10 minutes left, though. What are we doing right now? We got 10 minutes left in this movie. Uh huh. We just got to the activism, right? Now let's rush this whole riot scene and, like, not address like, how that all came together. Yo, and then they co opted some shit, though, man. I took personal. Mm-hmm. They co opted the brother, rest um, the tank top mm-hmm. and he had on the bandana and he threw the canister back it's a classic picture if y'all see it and they redid she redid it like yeah. she gonna throw it back yeah yeah it wasn't it wasn't original and they just didn't like that's a piece where they could have showed like how the community comes together in that's where Anthony Mackie should show up a king and being like it's all good we good mm-hmm. we riding with you though mm-hmm. you ain't dying me out for real yeah Wink, wink. Uh-huh. It's all good. Right. No. 
It ain't over though. After all the drama no, with all the not. riots and all that, so we go through this rush riot. Um, and and this neighborhood is way bigger than I thought it was though, because it took them a because so random people picked them up because they can't see from the tear gas, and they roll for a minute. It looked like some nice amount of blocks. This riot is a big riot because I thought it was. Di- I thought it was downtown. They were downtown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They rode all the way to her dad's store area to get some milk to throw in everybody's eyes. Mm-hmm. I thought that was nice. Because there was nowhere else to get milk. Nowhere. nowhere. There was nowhere else. But two, two, three miles. This is a big ride. It's a three-mile ride. Y'all, no, I'm di- y'all probably like, you can't be serious. No, it's a three-mile ride. Because uh-huh. they were riding around for a minute to mm-hmm. get to the store. Mm-hmm. They get there. They get the milk in. And they're facing all that. The The... It was just a random, it was a motley crew of protesters, an Asian brother, a white brother, and two black dudes. And then they were all, keep in mind, the Asian brother and the white brother just jumped in the the, the, cat, the, 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 the back of the truck randomly after, the, after Seven and Star did. And it's like, can you help us? Cool. They rolled over there, got their milk, get their stuff together. And then he was like, y'all, okay, cool. And they all jumped in the truck together, though, like. We all good. Like, mm-hmm. let's go back out. Like, we're going to fight. Like, well, we're going back out to fight. Yeah. Like, and then King is standing there. Yeah, now let me take this opportunity go ahead. to blow you up this it. store. Oh, my gosh. Take it. In front, and like, I'm, let me get my job like out in a moment. I, I'll oh let God. you tell have more Let me get my job Okay, that's fine. You can have it, because that's where I put my purse on to leave. Um, Yeah, so then they <laughs> throw the, what do they call cocktails I can what thank you so set the store on fire with seven and star on the inside ready to die until the man with the worst limp in the world tries to help them escape dad somehow shows up saves the day which is fine but he has Sakani in the car um mom is there too right no mom comes later on okay oh yeah okay okay um, has Sakani in the car and apparently um, at some point he's pulled dad's gun out of his waistband and there's this confrontation between King and the dad and, and, the, police. He, and the, police the police show up because they who, where are they like in, responding to anything else uh, in the riot my thing is why the police there though is three miles away though downtown is burning up too though like, why are you like, right. like I appreciate the police being in the hood <laughs> But I'm just saying there's a lot more problems going on down by the Capitol. Yeah. yeah. Why are you here? But they're conveniently there. Uh, and now you can have your John Singleton moment. So then, you know, the air, it's this big, big like, uh, you know, Mexican standoff. And anybody know Mexican stuff? It's a small quarter. Everybody knows people. what a Mexican standoff is. No, some people is. don't know. You have to explain to some people what a Mexican standoff Dude, is. Dude, this podcast already long. Move on. And we finna wrap it up. Okay, Come okay. On, Sorry, I'm tired. I hate this movie that much. <laughs> you went the Black Klansman was longer than this. I know. This is this my mood right now is like representative of how I felt in the movie. Like, can we please just get this shit over with so I can go home? So you that's how you feel about this podcast. Like, look, can we just get this Right. Over? I don't even want to talk about the hate you give ever again. Sorry, go ahead. So so everybody's it's a mix of stuff. Everybody got the guns, the cops, uh, the son, king, everybody got guns pointing at each other. And then Star goes. I realize at that point that it's not the hate you give, it's the hate we give. And she slowly walks over though and stands in front of her brother with the gun 
And then everything is all as well. Everybody looks at themselves as, as if they've just had this. Just like a John Singleton moment. movie from 92. If y'all seen Boys in the Hood, you know, if they, if they don't know, they don't show. I'm messing up. Either they don't know, they don't show, or they don't care about what's going on in the hood. Message. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I was ready for somebody to come out and be like, hey man, that's a message right there. And then like then, you know, King gets arrested. King being he's the worst dope dealer ever. I don't know why he didn't get arrested like ten years before this. Yeah, if he was like showing out like he was at this. Yeah. And then she gets back with her bae. Khalil is just out there still dead. Nobody cares about him no more. Nobody even, you know. Go to visit his gravestone or nothing. Mm-hmm. Now it'd have been it'd have been actually would have been worse if he, she took the white boy to his gravestone. Though <laughs> I was thinking about that, I was like that'd been worse. <laughs> this is my new man, uh, Khalil, <laughs> the one I was talking about oh, in the car. God. So over, let me ask you: This is a woman, the Regina Hall character. Before we get out of, what do you think about her character? She annoyed me. Um. She annoyed me greatly. <laughs> I understand she was trying to protect her daughter. And I understand that she wanted to make sure she was focused on her education. But I have a hard time believing that this is a woman who was married and in love with a man who was as militant uh, as he was. And for her to think that her daughter should have done nothing in this situation. Mm. Um, that just seemed kind of inconsistent with the character or would you think that was going to happen like right. I already know he didn't train them up this way because uh-huh. they're doing a Black yeah. Panther 10 point program they're doing all that yeah yeah so it's like how did you not expect this did you change your score at the end of this review I absolutely did not did you um, go down da- you didn't go down you didn't go up it's this I still give it a two um, and that's only because I appreciate the perspective that it gave people, and I think it's a great conversation starter. Um, I never expected there to be a happy ending, but I oh, expected no, them no. to do a lot better with um, the content. Um, you know, and and I did not like the screenplay. Um, Audrey Wells, who did the screenplay, let's adapting. talk about how you said that you knew it was a white woman that wrote the screenplay. <laughs> um, it, and I say that not having read the book. So maybe the book was already like this. Well, no, we read. But I read the read the. Synopsis I understand of the book. you read the synopsis of the book, but that's still not reading the book. Okay. Um, so I don't I don't know if um, the screenplay was that far off from Angie Thomas, who's the author. I'm not sure if uh, Audrey Wells went that far off from um, Angie Thomas's story, um, but I could tell that it was written to make it uh, palatable for a white audience. Um, it it kind of turned into a blue lives matter, all lives matter story, um, and not, that's not to say that it just should have been a black lives matter story. But it just I just think that there was some important content here that could have um, been respected better. Because because honestly, this is the first movie post Ferguson. Um, I don't know. I think Detroit was post Ferguson. Well, no, it's called modernized. Okay, fair enough. Because anything like yeah, it's the it's the only one that I'm aware of. 
Yeah, um, that's been like on the big screen. There might be some on Amazon that we ain't found. <laughs> Especially since you know about all of these oh, random black movies yeah. on Amazon. Hey, no, no. The street's been asking us to do Plug Love, though, at some point. Oh, my We got three emails about that. I will I will watch Plug Love whenever well, I No, no, we're going to do something else. I'm going to let Raven choose the next movie. Yeah. It's um, her choice. <laughs> Would you like to tell anybody or you want to keep people surprised? Um, I haven't decided yet. Raven's choosing the next movie. Yeah, I, I'll pick the next movie. I'm just not sure what it'll be yet. Um, but yeah, no, rest in peace to Audrey Wells, though. She yeah, was the the, uh, the author of the screenplay, and she passed away, the I think, the day before the movie was released. So she died Wednesday when we went on Thursday? No, she uh, passed away on uh, October 4th, so um, okay. before it hit the big screen in, gotcha. uh, in uh, other major cities. Um, you know, and... and Looking at some of her other work, because she also did A Dog's Purpose, Game Plan, you know, with with The Rock, um, oh, Georgia wow. the Jungle, and Truth About Cats and Dogs. Like, these are all kind of feel-good movies. So, wow, so why did they have her doing this? Right, so it was, it just kind so of So this is the only drama, like, drama, drama she's done. Um, Yeah, from what I, from what I know of the movies that I, I've seen that she's done the screenplays wow. for. Wow. So this was, this seemed to be kind of different material for her. Um, and she, she passed away of cancer so. during the whole thing. Or? Yeah, I mean, she was she was sick. I don't know, but um, it was a joke. Was just, yeah, that wasn't a good one. Yeah, We're not, let's just pretend like you can make that That's joke. That's true. All right, um. good <laughs> no, you're a good one. That's a bad one. Um, but uh, yeah, so I could I could see that she was trying to put some of that sort of feel good messaging in this, and this is not feel good content. Um, you know, they end this movie with them, you know, planting trees in in the yard, and and a white yeah. bay coming over. Right. <laughs> so I don't. It just didn't. It didn't hit for me. Man, no, he did a man. I, and look, man, shout out to Alec, man. Like I said, my Alec listens to the podcast. I love you, man. You know, you you ain't do all this. Though. I took you a lot of seedy places, and you'd be like, hey, you, so what you want to do? <laughs> like that was his whole thing like I'm talking about in Chicago St. Louis we've been to Vegas all kind of shit man and he's been everywhere man he's from U-City mm-hmm. so he he understands but since I'm not gonna have him in the, the middle of the paint like that and she had him in the middle of the paint like that <laughs> I don't have a problem with that I mean I feel like we are often in the middle of white paint yes so but if I, I love I have... you but if I love you I wouldn't mm-hmm. put you in the paint I would I to absolutely a certain do no no this was a whole day. Did you see the whole night that happened? People shooting up. Mm-mm. They doing all kind of stuff at one night. Daryl, I mean, you know me too. You've seen me bring oh, oh, some I, of my my oh, my uh we've been a, friends we've been a check, and we've, we've been a checking on. Yeah, and now you've seen me bring some of my friends and people I've dated who are of a different race oh, to they see, and they, and to and some of our shout events. Shout to your one date like, that came through for the Game of Thrones watch night, and then he came through and it wasn't the Game of Watch that he thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's but no, I mean, it's I a lot like, more colorful than he thought no, it was going to be. No, I feel like we're so often the only people of color at white it's shit. No one is no one's time to flip not, it on. Yeah, like I'm not, and I'm, and I try, and I don't even say anything about it. I'm like, I'm just going to bring you. No, 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 no. So you can I see what. Them, but there's some dangerous like. areas you won't put them in, though. Look, you're going to take him to Po' Boys? I'm not going to Po' Boys. Exactly. So. But I'll go to sometimes give me a little sandwich, I though. don't even know what that is. Exactly. You don't. I'm just, you halfway bougie yourself, though. So that's why I'm you think. I'm not all the way bougie. But that's, what, that's why you don't understand what I'm saying with certain spots, though. You'd be like, <laughs> I wouldn't saying, take my I wouldn't take my wife to certain spots in general. I'm, I'm going to grab some sandwiches That's real quick. fair enough. I'm just saying I am not going to avoid taking them places because of race. 
embrace I'm talking about danger they well, ain't got to I don't erased. go to no dangerous places. Like, it's, so like me, it's like taking me around a Ku Klux Klan rally and be like... Well, they don't need to be there in the first place. You right, and also around it. I'm saying like, if there's a farm that you live in and you know that they burning crosses down the hall a little bit or down the street, I don't need that. See, and I've gone home like with my white friends from college. Like One of them lived... Um, uh, good. Near Martinsville, Indiana, which is a yeah, I know. heavily KK. Don't I wouldn't go with you. Yeah. Don't tell me. Let me. Yeah. Don't let me be there. Yeah. I don't want that. Yeah. It's like me bringing you around, right? Hey, man, dude, they they game bang right there. Uh huh. You see, right there in the corner. Yeah. I mean, nah, that's I that's those that are two different things. Like taking somebody in a dangerous situation and then like having and them that's what. Do you think people. what Star was doing? Yeah, I mean, she. Star was doing that. But okay, you're talking about a riot though. Like there are other white people at this riot. Right, no, no. Think about his nights. He got shot at. All that different stuff was going on. Did he get shot at? Chris didn't get shot at. That was that prom night. He was not there. He had left. Oh, he did leave. I thought he was there. Okay, well, I'll take it back then. He ain't a white knight then. But I mean, I guess he could have been there, but still, to my point. I would not keep them from coming to my home. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. But like, I talk about uh, if you listen to R B and R M uh, podcast with me and Matt, mm-hmm. there was a brother that brought a white woman into the den of thieves, and did he understand that <laughs> she put her in, he put her in a precarious situation? Uh-huh. If yeah. I ever dated a white woman, I would never take her to that kind of show. That's fair enough. Shout out to uh, one of my friends. He told me. Um, that he didn't take his wife to see Black Panther on opening weekend because she's white and he didn't want them problems. That's what that's, I'm talking about. And that's what I'm talking about too because that is, no. I would have them up there. Not with all you know, them people with African garb on. And look, you know Listen. the guy I'm talking about too. And uh-huh. there's no way he can do that. She's super Becky White. You know he who could I not went do to that. go see Straight Outta Compton with opening Straight weekend? Straight Outta Compton is different than Black Panther. Okay, whatever. Black Panther, you can't, Show me a couple, a white and black couple, though, unless they've been together solid for years. If I was dating somebody white at the time, I would have taken them to see Black Panther. I don't Look at her, and, and I would have heckled them. <laughs> I'd have went back to my old school me, being about like, "What's up with this white boy up in here and shit, though?" And look, and I'll be like, "Who said that?" I might even say it was me, though. I'll well, be you like, ignorant. <laughs> I'll be, "Hey, yo, what a white boy, yeah, oh up in here, God. though, with the black girl. Go get with the white girl on the other side of the thing, though." And I would be like that, and that's just kind of what it is. Whatever. Don't we have different views on this? Too. You can't take somebody to the RBRNM concert, and he's sitting there clapping and laughing. I she sure got would the have. vultures around her. No, she she's uncomfortable. The vultures sitting around her, like, wait, this bitch goes to the bathroom. We got her ass, and he like laughing, sitting there laughing like Stevie Wonder. She want to go to a George Strait concert. She didn't want to beat her at all. This is so ridiculous. We have different views on this topic. We, we do. We have a lot of different views, and that's why this podcast is going to be so dope. Make sure y'all email us, lendocalpod at gmail.com. Raven's going to pick the next movie of those, y'all. So if it's whack, y'all <laughs> don't even put it on me. Hey, that's not on me. We need some good movies to come out. Oh, no, 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 no. no. It's gonna be, we doing some, we're going to do old movies, too. Oh, okay. We do any movie. All right, cool. Like, you ain't Fair seen Casablanca. Enough. Casablanca's a dope joint. Okay. You need to see that. All right. Fair enough. All that, man. We doing it. So thank y'all for listening as always. We out.